today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash design recharge. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Another way to support the show is you can um, like the podcast or the if you're on YouTube, hit like. But I would love for you to... Um, share the podcast. So give it a review. I would love that. That would, that really does help. Another way is to support the channel and get extra content like extra videos or part twos or me giving you something to do like a design challenge. And I build websites. That's one of the main ways, design ways that I make money for clients. Um, I do strategy as well, but I build websites with the Elementor plugin. This thing has revolutionized how I do this. Oh, I forgot to tell you about Patreon. Oh my gosh, this is totally going off the rails. This is even a promo. What am I doing? Okay, on Patreon, I even have notes in front of me, people. Huh. Patreon.com slash Diane Gibbs. Diane, it's all lowercase and one N, D-I-A-N-E-G-I-B-B-S. Again, my favorite way to build websites is through the Elementor plugin. It actually works with any, it's WordPress based and it's making kind of any theme events invincible. There's a free version and then there's a paid version and the paid version is every year, but it is so meaty and it's really been great for me. Um, I know a lot of people use different things, but if you want to try Elementor, try the free one. And then if you decide you want to buy buy it from here. So it's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash D-R Elementor. It looks like Dr. Elementor. So I also use the Divi theme. That is the main theme that I use. They have their own builder. Um, so if you buy that, you can get the Divi builder as well. You might like that one better than Elementor, but for me, I, I don't. I I don't use the Divi Builder. Um, and it's a lifetime. It's a $250 for life. You can put Divi theme on as many. And it's grid-based. So you can totally go crazy. If you are a designer that likes grids, it's for you. And they get a ton of different configurations. But every site is, there's no, I mean, there are templates that if you wanted to do that, there are. But I like to go straight, all strategy, all from what I think they need to be doing. And you can get that at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Diane Loves Divi. Again, my name's still with one in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. This is Diane Gibbs, your host. And I'm so excited as everybody else here from all over the world. We've got Slovakia, Portugal, Bermuda, Canada, all over the United States, and the United Arab Emirates. Trying to think of everybody else that I'm really quickly, uh, a Belgium. I know Fred, I was coming, buddy. Um, <laughs> but we're all over. So Nashville, uh, Denver, we got two people from Colorado. Um, Miami's well represented. And so I'm excited to have Drew Poza here. And I know you guys are excited because you guys hung out with me yeah, talking to y'all on the side. Uh, but anyway, so Drew, we're going to get started. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. And again, apologies, apologies to no end about how embarrassing this is. This is a prompt for me to really buckle down, just get a new computer. Uh, I, it's been happening more and more and uh, um, it's embarrassing, but uh, I'm super stoked to be here. So thanks. Okay. Well, we're going to get started because I think yeah. some people just really want to see and understand how you've been able to do it. So you've been working 
as a illustrator, um, primarily that's where you're getting your your bread is one from illustration. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the, uh, the goal for a lot of illustrators. There are a lot of illustrators here in the chat from all awesome. over. I know Andre's in Portugal and he's a full-time illustrator as well. Cool. Carlos is an illustrator in California. So one of the things, and I know Beth's here from Kansas. So a lot of times people want to know how, how can I, how can I, um, and Mariana is also a full-time illustrator also in Portugal. So how can they make this full-time? So one of the things is you haven't always been living high on the hog. It's not like a oh, kickback. I'm taking whatever <laughs> illustration jobs I want, but you've yeah. chosen, um, to, to maybe go without so that you can just do illustration, right? For the most part, um, I think that uh, if I were to be honest, it was mostly a, um, uh, I fell into illustration. I had a, a really decent job uh, working at a, a nerd factory, like uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, uh, tabletop kind of stuff and uh, working for Dungeon and Dragon magazine, as well as uh, Paizo Publishing, who actually did that stuff. So in 2008, um, I got laid off and then it was just like, little bit of design work here and there and then the illustration work started to filter in and next thing you know it just started snowballing and uh, i wouldn't say big snowball but uh, enough to uh really get that taste and want to do that more and more and try and figure out well how, how can i get paid to do what i love and um slowly but surely design kind of went off the wayside and i've been doing um, a lot of kids ministry stuff uh uh, a lot of big churches that I've done stuff for, for it's kind of like, Hey, somebody sees that something and then they see it and it just kind of has just really developed into and grown into a, um, not a, I put the starving in artist, but, um, it's, uh, it's been a good, uh, a good thing for me personally. Um, like I know I'm rambling, but, um, uh, it's a, um, before that, I should say it was just, it was always been a struggle. Um, but then I had gone through a divorce and I just kind of went down into a really um, <clears throat> bad, I don't know, yeah, bad place, but it helped me kind of rise up through that and, uh, and to be able to learn to realize that I can live with uh, a lot less hmm. and, um, and not need so much, just kind of get down to, to basics. And so I live in a very, very expensive area, uh, but uh, God's blessed me with a great, uh, great rent that I can, uh, that can really, really afford. And, uh, um, so that helps me just to kind of not have to chase the chase it all so much. And, um, I just, uh, I just really enjoy, uh, I try and live in the moment. Uh, and, um, part of that has become through a near death experience with my son. Um, and so I realized that as I, as I, as he was recovering from sudden cardiac arrest, I realized that there's just some things that are more important. And uh, so I used to hustle, hustle all the time and try to work, work, work. And then I realized I was wasting time, not, not wasting because I was providing for my family, but like now I cherish the moment. So sadly, my, a lot of my clients know that they need to buffer Drew a little bit, pat them a little bit more with time because like I might just go hang out, you know, and that's kind of the luxury, if you will. But it's, it's more because I'm, I'm trying to redeem the time and uh, enjoy the, the, those moments so that someday when I'm old, I won't say, well, I got all this money, but no mm. memories. Yeah. So I go with, I do, I have gone without, without a lot of stuff, like a new computer, uh, things like that. But boy, I, I'm just pretty happy where I'm at. 
So one of the other things is you're living, you live in Seattle, right? Mm -hmm. And so it can be, uh, and we talked about this before. So like seasonal affect disorder. And I was like, this is one thing where I live is very sunny, thankfully. And Mm -hmm. if there are too many rainy days, it can really affect my mood. And I can, I can imagine if I'm trying to write uh, or draw a whole bunch of really happy Jesus characters or, uh, you know, something that's very uplifting, especially for kids, it can be really hard to like get in and do those things. So how, um, how do you, I know you started taking yoga and that's mm-hmm. been a huge blessing to you. And then can yeah. you just talk a little bit about that? Because that's a, that's a, like a life shift. And I don't know when you started doing that. I don't know if that was before the bad part of, in your life or if that was after um, well, I had been doing martial arts for about just over 10 years, got two, um, two black belts in two different martial arts styles. And, um, and I was getting what we call cons- jokingly concussive therapy. So I was feeling really achy and sore from all the sparring and the fun stuff like that. But I had been having some hip issues. And so we started offering a uh, yoga class at the, uh, at the uh, dojo. And I thought, well, I'll just try it. Something's got to help. And then I was, as soon as I was, I was like, oh, that's it. That, this is the thing. And I started to just really enjoy, uh, I was all afraid of the yoga woohoo and all the weird stuff that, you know, people typically associate with it. Um, but uh, when I realized how much it was helpful, I knew right away I wanted to teach. And um, so I, um, early on, I just set out to hit as much yoga as I could and then thought, I'm going to just do teacher training. And right at the same time, my, uh, uh, now ex-wife had said, I'm leaving. And so there's never a perfect time to uh, do yoga teacher training. And so when I was in a, just a really, really down funk, um, it was a, it was an ideal time. And um, so I just, that was the only thing that got me off the couch and uh, was to just really uh, through depression was to go. And I had a yoga buddy that would say, okay, you're going to be here at this class and that class. And then I was a junkie. And, um, uh, and now, and, and it helped me lose a lot of weight, um, stay fit. And uh, um, it's, it's just been a real big life change. And so once you start changing those things in your, in your life, then you're starting to think, oh, wow, you know what? McDonald's isn't so good and whatever, you know, you're trying to take care of yourself. And so you're trying to uh, get rid of the, slowly get rid of the bad stuff as you're bringing in the good. And, um, and then, you know, as artists or anyone who sits at the desk all day, uh, we're like, oh, where's this next comfortable spot now I need a rising desk I need whatever and so yoga has been a retreat for me to um, not only take as a, as a student to get away from the computer but to also do the same thing and so I needed a few extra bucks so now I, I teach as another uh, side income to illustration so that I can just go and get away from the computer and uh, release the mind and you said that sometimes you'll be in the, the last pose is usually laying down, right? Yeah, Shavasana corpse pose. Right. So you're just laying there and then sometimes that's when an idea hits you. And yeah. so I've had, I take my kids to a yoga class because I think it's a great de-stress. Awesome. And so yeah. we have yoga on campus. And so I'm like, oh, well, you guys, we're going to do this. It's in their senior year. I take them oh, cool. to a yoga class. Now, sometimes some kids are like, no, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, then you're going to do these exercises while we are exercising right. somewhere else. But I think it's really a neat bonding time for us as a unit. And it's usually towards the beginning yeah. of the semester. But it really is. So there's a, um, it's, it's, 
you know, I think some people get a little scared maybe of the woo-hoo-y bit of yoga. But Catherine, I know, Catherine is also an illustrator in Atlanta, and she says yoga is everything. She's Uh, Yeah, I just just realized, oh, I can see notes. Yes, (laughs) you can see notes, yes. So (laughs) Rajim has a question. So I don't know, do you want to say anything about, like, going into that last pose and how – Yeah, actually, just just to kind of – just before we move on, um, the – yeah, there's just been so many – the, the cool thing about yoga and the way I look at it is um, it's a moving meditation. I'm not sitting there contemplating my navel or anything like that. I am, um, I'm just not thinking. I'm only thinking about, am I going to survive? And <laughs> is my stance correct? Um, and then, so it just, it shuts everything else out. I've been in a class where I've just been so frustrated or, or uh, maybe a certain song will come on and it's a hot class. And um, thankfully it's a hot class because the tears will just be coming down. I'm just shutting it all out and I'm just getting into myself. And then, you know, I, once I, once the slate is clean and I'm laying in there and the, and the endorphins kicked in, some people call it the bliss. It's just, it's endorphins, runners get it, whatever. Uh, but as you're laying there, all of a sudden, there it is, you know, and there's that answer, or maybe it was a gag for a comic strip I was working on or just something. And then I was like, Oh, I couldn't wait to get home and do it. Uh, but one thing I would encourage you to do, and I don't know if you have it at the campus, uh, since you're looking into that kind of that team building stuff is acro yoga, uh, partner yoga, where you support each other up. And, uh, my wife and I did that. Uh, um, and it is, um, it's, it's the cool new trust fall. It's the whatever. It's uh, it's very cool to be able to me laying on my back, my feet up in the air, and she's sitting up on there, and then flowing down. We're tw- you know spinning, acro yoga. Look it up. It'll be good. You class okay, cool. I don't know if we have that in Alabama, but I'm sure some other cool Someday. people in Colorado have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Florida okay. maybe. So um, I want to. I always like to make sure that I get the questions from the chat and I know that there's one in my questions box which I'm going to get so Rajim asks and I think this is such a killer question she says I want to get into illustration but I'm still trying to find my own style how did you find your style Drew because that so there is the the saddleback kids kind of style and then there's the Drew does yoga style they're Mm -hmm. different there's they have some similar line weights but really they're different characters and different kind of feels but how how did you how did you do that uh let's see i'm 49 so lots and lots of drawing um but i think that uh it is lots of drawing and lots of emulating other artists that i might like um you know seeing there's you you start to gravitate towards people um and then uh it's kind of like bruce lee would say with um, jeet kune do um you know he would take the best of certain martial arts styles and then he placed it into his stuff so if you can find a way i think to uh find what you love um in somebody else's work not uh one of my i'm a big fan of uh plus head and von bodhi I wouldn't um, necessarily go and Google them, uh, but they're phenomenal. Uh, they had a phenomenal impact on me, and you can I can look back now and see the the as a kid the the line weight all that stuff in uh, in my work, but yet it's still uniquely me. Um, so, but the like for the example with the um, the way I developed the the Saddleback Kid stuff is simply um, how many ways can I draw, um, say. Uh, Israelites, uh, Jews, without being 
you know, uh, cartoonishly racist, if you will, you know, there was a sensitive. So I was thinking about like kind of like the old cartoon Doug, like everybody's just colors and they were different, different, just nothing really worked, but that worked. And so I thought, well, I'm going to make them wonky and really just have a lot of fun with that. And, um, and then just put the garb on and that sort of just kind of took over. And, um, and then it just started to blossom from, from there. That's awesome. So I think, I think it's also part of the line work. I created my own brush. So I like to use that brush, whether I'm doing mechanical illustrations or uh, wonky cartoon characters. But so that's the feel, that's the kind of the signature drew, you know, the, the drew difference or whatever you want to call it, you know, but like uh, I've tried other uh, great uh, brushes and things like that, but I always go back to mine. So then do you often do them in by hand first and then jump on the computer or the iPad or what's your normal process? It used to be sketching just like old school. And I found one of my old sketchbooks from a few years ago. And I was like, Oh, this was magic. You know, just that feel that tactile experience. Mm -hmm. But now I just use, um, uh, sketchbook and, um, it is a phenomenal program. It just helps me whip up the stuff I want to do. And then I take it over to illustrator and, uh, and clean it up in there. Okay. Sometimes Photoshop if I have to. So most of the years are all vector based. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I'd say 99%, you know, like if I do anything, it's to go in and add some sort of bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. So Carlos turned me on to sketchbook and he uses that one and he says it's free. So I yeah. love, love, love that. And it is a program on your computer and the, yeah. the, you can draw and I guess you can make your own kind of brushes in there as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that or they're, uh, I think you can use it on, um, a, a, an iPad, yep. you know, I don't, I have a Cintiq. And so I never, cause I don't want to be, I mean, I want to be mobile, but I don't want to be mobile. Cause that means then I'll have to work. Uh, so if I can leave the computer and not have to be somewhere and do something, then that's great. Um, but, um, at the same time it's, and it's also a very expensive sketch pad. So yeah, I start off in sketchbook, I used to use sketchbook pro, but they did something wrong, something with that. So it's no longer functioning, but sketchbook is a phenomenal program. Very so easy. So like what you were saying with the regime, just, just get, get, make drawings all the time, yeah. draw, yeah. and then you'll find this, the, and change your tools, change mm -hmm. different, um, cause sometimes you'll use watercolor with your, or it looks like watercolor for me. It is. Um, and so you just kind of have to find, and so it may be a different, a different type of brush, or maybe it's bigger than you, and you've been working small. So I think it's yeah. trying things until you really find, find that right fit. Correct. Oh. Totally. And, and uh, that makes me think of uh, um, how there was a time period where I just wanted to get away from the computer. I just abhorred the computer, you know, just it's, I mean, cause I'm always looking at it on my phone. I'm always doing something. Um, but then you're getting all these new, new Photoshop brushes, these new whatevers. Um, and um, they emulate, you know, like I got some of the Kyle brushes for watercolors and um, they were beautiful. They were cool. But they, they were just laying down and they did a good job at that. But if you've played with watercolor, you know that that's, it's, a, it's a different experience. And so then I went to Creative South and um, we're obviously where we met and um, took, I think it was Lydia. Uh, she had that uh, block. Print, yeah. And I took that and that helped me just think. And it was about being tactile, getting away uh, from the computer and actually making a something, getting my hands inky and then having this end product. And so that helped me realize, oh, okay. So when I'm trying to emulate watercolors in Photoshop, I know how 
they should actually be or how does a lino cut work where those little dinks and those little lines go um, instead of just imagining um, I know that there's uh, some beautiful brushes uh, like gouache brushes that were they emulate gouache uh, but if you play with gouache you know that it doesn't really actually work like that and so um, I'm a big fan of getting back going doing the, um, the the process do the roots process so like even with silk screening it's helping me learn in, in different layers of separations and how do I make how can I simplify my designs and and and, uh, and just get tactile with it and then I can bring that knowledge to digital and be like that yeah yeah for real okay so that's another thing that you're into and why mm -hmm. I didn't get to see you last year at Create or this past um, mm -hmm. April was because you um, were choosing to do silk screen. So this yeah. is another, uh, your title of your show is an illustrator with multiple income streams. So I just want people to know that it's, it's not as easy as it sounds to only do mm -hmm. illustration, right? And right. You, you actually, we'll get to this in just a second, but you, um, you had to seek out these people, uh, Saddleback or, or Mars Hill or these people that you, these were people that you right. were seeking out as well as you have illustration, um, that you do for your brand and your, yeah. your products so that you now have a product line and mm -hmm. that you can buy t-shirts on Amazon. I'm going to give you that yeah. link in just a second. Um, and soon which, Etsy. <laughs> oh, and yeah. soon on Etsy. But, and yep. the Etsy ones are going to be a little bit more artsy, right? Yes. So, yep. but I got a sock monkey doing yoga. And um, so I can't, I can't wait to get it. So I'm really, really excited. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So, but <laughs> so you so have wonderful. that. So right now you have, there's client work. Then yeah. there's also Drew work that mm -hmm. is just for your brand. Yeah. And there's also teaching yoga, which yeah. again, and all three are the, the client work is really, um, very catered to a, a specific kind of audience yeah. uh, when you're talking about your saddleback stuff. And then there's the, the Drew stuff. A lot of it is yoga based, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're also teaching yoga. So it's, I always feel like people are like, Oh, I don't want to hone in on one niche, but what you've done is you have the style and now you've picked something because you know what those people are like and they yeah. will they will and i think it's knowing your audience knowing the people the church audience as yes. well as knowing the yoga audience right right it, and it's a difficult um it's a difficult path i think at times because there's some stuff that i'm into that i know that the the average church community just would um, not uh um, dig or appreciate so um, that's a separate brand right. um, but uh, but I don't I don't promote it on like Instagram or anything like that it's just stuff that I do um, and um, the but um, Saddleback stuff like it, they're it's a they, they really allow a lot of freedom and um, and they um, they want me to express different uh, um, just just try new things and fun, you know, and it's so, it's so, so neat. But uh, again, getting away from the computer, going and teaching yoga, um, that helped me realize, you know what, that's who I am and I'm about authenticity. Um, and I want to, um, no matter what I'm into, I know I'm saying I'm, I'm trying to be authentic, but I'm, I've got this other stuff I do too. But 
it will all come out kind of in a sense in this in the right timing but it's like um i'm so i'm perfecting some uh, other other avenues but yoga is the main one and most people don't have a problem with that and i like, like you know um it's a, i look at it more like wellness so uh wellness is also you know it's physical and spiritual mm-hmm. and uh um so the church stuff i do is the this the spiritual stuff and the and the the yoga is health and um physical whether and it's not just it's I, I do a lot of vegetables and fruits doing yoga and stuff like that it's about bringing the good stuff in eating you know all that kind of stuff um and then i thought well how am i gonna how can i really represent me and i thought well i'm not gonna have two websites i don't have time to maintain right. two lifestyles and so i just put it all under one umbrella so the cartoon of me sitting in the lotus represents you know illustration and yoga and so uh you know that's why you know just even practicing my silkscreen stuff you know just uh, yeah. and that used to be a car- cartoon character uh or my comic strip that i would do and it was um strange but drew and it was a uh, autobiographical and so i did art for clients um and um and then free time just for me you know to keep the craft going so one of the things, Fred, Fred is in Belgium. He's 16. He just finished his sophomore year. And he right. wants to know, one of our last questions is, what advice would you give your younger self? We're not done. We're going to keep going till three. But if that's okay with you, which is one o'clock your time. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, no, we're all, yeah, I'm good. I'll be here as long as you want. <laughs> um, oh, man. I know. It's kind of a, it's a tough question. Usually I la- leave it to the end, but he asked it early and, um, yes. he's really searching, which I think is amazing. I don't know many 16 year olds who are going to hang out with a whole bunch of older <laughs> designers, you know, right. Or uh, or it, yeah. Which I yeah. love. So it shows his passion for sure. Um, what would I tell my younger self? Um, let's see here, boy, this, this would have major life ramifications. Um, so I'll try to keep it career minded, if you will. Um, but I would say, Go to. I didn't go to art school. I went to Bible college. I was supposed to be this like hip, cool youth pastor guy, and then that just didn't uh, work out. And then uh, all of a sudden, I'm having to kind of start all the way over. So I didn't go back to college for a number of years after that. So I would say, younger Drew, uh, does I wonder if younger Drew now has the internet because back then I had to go to the library. I had to like. You so know, yeah, find- say you're 16 right now. What would you tell <laughs> YouTube? Yeah, everything is on YouTube or the genius of this is, I mean, we're able to have this, uh, this discussion, this dialogue. I'm, I'm reaching out to people um, uh, left and right. And uh, because we have access to to people. So it never hurts to ask. We're in a new guard now, in a sense, this whole millennial lifestyle where before um, secrets were trade secrets, you had to uh, maybe uh, apprentice or you had to do whatever to get the, you know, to get the scoop. Now it's just, information is freely given, you know, so just uh, devour whatever you're interested in and seek those people who, out who are doing it. And most likely they will, um, uh, they will respond and they'll give you the instruction that you need. And, and uh, if they're trying to sell you something, run, you know, but uh, uh, you know, cause it's all out there for free. I don't think I would go to college. I would just do, um, I would just do it. You know, um, there's literally everything is at our fingertips. And, yeah. and get away from the computer, draw, do paint, do whatever. Don't rely on the computer. It's just That's a tool. Number one. Just one tool. It's just it, like a hammer. You yep. can build a house with a hammer. Yeah. But it's easier if you use a saw 
and a screwdriver and a yeah. power drill, you know, yep. like there's or even like, know how to use a hammer before you go on to the power, you know, the what is it, the 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 staple gun or something? Well, the the big nail, the nail gun, you know, yeah. the, you know, know how stuff works, then apply it. Mm. So that would be my my uh, my encouragement. I like that. Uh, okay, so. Um, all right, so you you kind of gave us your brief, a very brief background of your education. <laughs> so in illustration, so did you ever? You've been drawing since you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Did you did you always kind of um, favor more cartoon styles? Yeah, okay. yeah, because I can't. Uh, I like to think that my no talent is a talent. Like again, kind of that philosophy of um, Jeet Kune Do, uh, the, you know, it's this, um, I've, I can't draw anything photorealistic. I, I can't do certain things. My anatomy sucks. So that's why everybody's wonky, you know, but I've been, I've been able to take that. Um, I I'm kind of do almost going in reverse. I did stuff digitally. I thought, oh my gosh, this this application, this this illustrator can do what I want, what I dream I can do. And then I realized that that's just the tool. So now again, hitting almost fifty, I'm, I've gone back to paper, and it's like, oh, now I know how I can recreate all this stuff. And again, that information's out there. So I've been I've been devouring YouTube like mad. I actually just ended up paying the fifteen bucks a month to get rid of all the ads. Ads, oh yeah. So <laughs> so I want to share some of your work. So I'm just going to go to your Instagram. And, okay. Um, I think that people can see this, right? I hope. <laughs> I think so. I, let me make sure my chat is available so i can still see yep okay so so these are the sock monkeys which i think are just the cutest things ever but one of the things that i think really so you say it's not talented but boy for me somebody who's just trying um it seems like a lot of talent drew and so it oh, can be you. a little overwhelming for somebody like me but one of the things i think is uh what helps me to know where my skill is compared to somebody else is mm -hmm. that their use of shadow and shading to me. Mm. And so this is one of, uh, again, one of your superpowers because you're able mm -hmm. to just put these highlights and put these low lights in areas, but you also create such a, convey such an emotion. Mm. And I, I love, I love these things. Thank so, you. uh, so I don't know if you want to talk to, so a lot, this one, the um, hide and seek champion for Bigfoot, I thought <laughs> was great. So there's a lot of humor in this. So with Saddleback, is that something when you said that they really have, give you a lot of um, space for creativity? Are you able to kind of put in like, as you are here, because these are your pieces, uh -huh. are you able to put in some of your humor into some of the things that you do for clients? Uh, yeah. In fact, I usually, uh, I love dropping Easter eggs. Uh, like I don't do it with Saddleback just be, well, I mean, I kind of did a little bit, but, um, we needed to kind of stay a little bit more true to, uh, what's going on in the Bible. Uh, so I didn't want to like when I was doing my drawn by faith series for, um, uh, for my best friend who's a pastor, um, instead of like a, a big, uh, lamb or whatever, what is on the altar, uh, you know, it was a big altar. Like there was a hot dog, like a bratwurst or something, just little fun little nods like that. Or if I would do stuff for uh, when I do work for um, Microsoft, um, some of the Xbox stuff, I do did a lot of illustrations for um, 
those infographic sort of cartoons. Mm-hmm. And so like on a desk of somebody who might be sitting there uh, working on the computer, you might have uh, Master Chief from um, uh, Halo, you know, a little bobblehead. There were all these little nods that I would try and season it with. So, so one of the things I wanted to ask you, and mm-hmm. you had talked to me about this when we had our, our test call. Yeah. Which went off no problems, which I think is hilarious. I, I was, but it, it's yeah. because Drew, you had 37 people who were just willing to hear me um, <laughs> go on and on. So I'm so excited. <laughs> That's how much they love you. And I was telling them what you were texting me. So they, <laughs> they were in the loop. Updates along the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So with things um, like so much of this can, it's not just uh, your personality. It is your personality, but like smile, it's just yoga are things that you've had to embrace because sometimes the d- they days get too hard. You definitely have a lot of texture in your work, but your humor, the way the bodies move, like in the Santa, um, there's just there's just a ton of fun in what you're pulling out. So uh, it's it's amazing. And so it's you know all these things. A lot of these are available, like the Taco Tuesdays and mm-hmm. uh, uh, all of some days tacos are my yoga. Um, those are, those things are available, um, in this one too, I think is on, on Amazon as well. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them, I, you know, Amazon's a different beast. So some of these are, I have to repost because they, if they don't sell them a certain amount of time, it, it might mm-hmm. be keywords that are not doing it, but, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a, and I would love to explain that a little bit more later, but it's just a, it's been a, allowing me to explore, um, creativity in a different way. Right. Like just like, I almost think of everything. Oh my gosh, that's a great t-shirt idea. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I see, think. The, the, my, uh, so there's the, again, the, the comic strip kind of started, the center one there, or the ones down, the characters down there, those are me, but they started as um, uh, a lot of the stuff starts off. It's, it, it's actually stuff I've said or I've done. Like even the smile is just yoga. That's what, like a mantra that I say to class all the time. Or, um, you know, like even we've got the, the um, oh yeah, there it is, the one below it too, the slow flow mofos, you know, we just kind of, it's just a yin class. So, so I give out stickers to my, uh, to my mm-hmm. students, uh, but they don't all get it and they don't get it all right then and there. But like, if they've done a great job in class and they've just, you know, I can see that there's just been some sort of gains going on. So while they're in Shavasana land there, I just try to be like the yoga ninja guy and sneak in and drop little uh, stickers along the way. And then they get so surprised, you know, so it's a real, treat to see people um uh you know just see it on their water bottle you know or or on their t-shirts or whatever so it's been a it's been a real um community building thing as well i love that but i love these like the the stuff that you've done in watercolor and i think it is good to step away from the computer i think it's an amazing tool and you have to um uh, come into that, but I love your use of color. Your I I hate to kind of hover over them because then they change color, <laughs> so I have to click on them. But I yeah. but they're just such a fun emotion as well as just a, a like I just love that it looks like his that is what your legs look like when you're in the pool. You know, it's just the weightlessness and he's yeah. I just I I love the watercolor can be a real beast i think mm-hmm. you know it's um it's really good when you let it go so i think watercolor and yoga are great together because you really yeah. have to just embrace okay yep. so i'm going to stop the share so that we can uh, get back to your and some of those are like uh, uh like dr higgins ink so they're more of a, a colored india ink and, mm-hmm. and I, so you can layer it you can play with it a lot more 
there's so, but then moving into the watercolors and that big, there was a big piece of puzzle that I did for Saddleback. And sadly, they never used it, but it was uh, um, the one of, of the goat in there. And, uh, but it was really fun to think. And then the scary thing is once you make a mistake, it's not like command Z or hide that layer. It's like rip, start over, you know? So it was just, it was that challenge of owning your lines, you know, uh, imperfections and all. Well, and I'm going to go back to it real quick. So let me share my <laughs> screen again. So I, I know what you're, but sometimes it's just about having, just like in yoga, it's like sticking to a position. So yeah. for me, making these legs straight, right? So this is, <laughs> I believe, in the computer, right? Yeah, that's digital based off of, a, a yeah, another watercolor. But yeah, exactly. But look at this subtle little line. So you're choosing the texture to kind of come around. You have your highlights. So these are things that I'm working on. So then I see, oh, cool. but I love the texture of this brush. But then if you go back, you also see, so this is a watercolor, right? And, yes. But look at these legs, you know, like the, it, it's like he's on the stilts or something, I guess. Yeah, well, or and so it's kind of embarrassing because that's part of that acro yoga. So oh. the uh, the uh, grapefruit is there with the arms out to the sides, but the legs are up. But then I didn't, I forgot, you know, and I just, I wasn't thinking and I made the, um, the kind of the, where the, the pick, it looks like it's his butthole. So I didn't mean that, you know, <laughs> like. It's just, it's a gross looking picture once I, and I, so I can't unsee it. So I only look at the strawberry. And he's so cute. I, I don't care. That, like you have the other people standing up on and it's a blast. Right. It, but I love this, that you're kind of yeah. showing that, that you're, you're really working out a lot of things and you, your shading, you know, is very different from watercolor to, to the um, digital, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, and I love those side by sides to mm -hmm. show like, hey, um, uh, you know, this is how I'm going to clean it up and, and make it happen. But um, and then block printing, you know, the lino cuts, uh, you know, not as much as I like, but um, more digital stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I love playing with, you know, pictures. That's my grassy lawn out there and uh, um, queen bee, you know, just having I, a good time. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Anyway, so I, I really like the emotion that you can capture in simple okay. lines. And I think that that goes kind of with how you're living, that mm -hmm. you're living simply. I don't know if that got better when you, um, if you, your line work started. So one of the things I wanted us to talk about, and I don't know mm -hmm. if you can share your screen to show the progression, but we talked oh. about that you've worked for Saddleback for a number of years. Yeah. And really that is a challenge of having one client over and over and over for so long. Right. And that how can you see, how can you grow and how can you continue to push yourself in something, in something like that? Um, yeah, I can, uh, I can try and show the, uh, let's see if I can, if you'll coach me through here, how do yeah, I, do so I go to hover over my face? And then at the bottom, there's a green button that says share. And then you, it, you do have to have the thing that you're going to share already open. Do you have it open already? Yeah, I've got my Illustrator file. So now let's see, wait, there's more. Let's see right now. So I'm, I guess I'm not, I've forgotten now because I've, okay. I'm hovering over you, but I'm not seeing. And at the bottom, there's something like mute, um, stop video on the left-hand side. And then, oh, yeah. and then in the middle, it's there's something that says share. or it's oh. oh, the big green thing that says share. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see it. But while you're answering, while you're getting to this, Frankie has a great question. She said, what two or three YouTube channels or shows would you recommend? Oh, um, wow. I'm in... 
because I'm in silkscreen mode right now, uh, mm-hmm. let's see, did that work at all? Yep, we see a, a Noah's Ark. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll just leave it there. Let me j- just get to this question. Um, whew, boy, there are a lot of... Um, Is there something you search for that, that help, yeah, helped? Yeah. I think maybe that's a better... Because it, maybe it's not just one channel. It's... It, it isn't. My my uh, recommendations are, are quite a surprise as well. Um, there's a uh, there's this great guy named B.J. Delbach, um, and I can't think of his. I'd be happy to supply any notes or anything afterwards. Anything yeah. I'm rambling, but he does this great show called Let's Draw, and uh, he breaks down stuff on the iPad, and it is phenomenal. Um, and it's similar to my style, so we've become good friends. Oh, and cool. um, the, but I would say because I'm into different stuff like silk screening, so all my feed is like I know who to go to about silk screening or merch by Amazon or um, uh, just whatever it is, uh, even playing music. Uh, so there's just different, but I would be more than happy to think about, but I haven't thought about illustration uh, in a while because I've been so into my own thing. Like yeah. I feel like I've got my style now. So now the homework is how do you burn a silk screen? Um, how do I? Uh, or, or listen to a tech, TED talk or whatever it is, you know, so it's, it's just full of different things. Right. But it's out there. Believe me. So pre-drag, I guess he's not able to see the, he just has a black screen. Does anybody else seen that? Or y'all, I think Debbie, you were able to see the side by sides. I just want to make sure. Can somebody text in the chat? Okay. Taylor says she can see it. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So, um, let's see, where should I start? I don't even know. Um, Oh, well, so here's, go back to, we've already seen that on Instagram. So it's my character design of me. So um, when did you design this, Drew? Um, probably three-ish years ago. Uh, I had a couple other variations, but this one started, sort of morphed into uh, a much more uh, animated, fun character. And, uh, and I absolutely love him. And I want to start doing more. But now my, sarc- my, my humor has changed. Uh, it used to be very, very uh, snarky and very um, um, jaded, but uh, now I'm trying to think of how can Drew be happy? You know, cause mm-hmm. this was, this was born out of like, kind of like a, a birth pang, you know, like a hard time, but now I'm in a good time. So how, I, I don't know. So I might have to go absolutely so cute. It's repulsive. <laughs> my wife, you know, she just, she likes the character, but she doesn't like the old humor because that's old Drew. And uh, so now that we're, uh, we're coming up on two years of uh, marriage and she's like, you know, you, that's just not who you are. So and she would love for me to draw her, I think, but uh, she's <laughs> too pretty. So, uh, but I, and I love it. So I wouldn't mind making it more in, uh, instructional or do things with him because he is part, he is the brand, you know, I'm the brand that's him. So hmm. try to get the tattoos, everything in there. So, so I know I love it. So Veronica says, wow, that's expressive and beautiful and pre-dry can see it now. So that's awesome. Well, and real quick to touch off on that, the simplicity of the line, I had this philosophy of trying to get the most out of the least, like how much can I get without overdoing it? I just want to be as few lines as possible uh, Mm -hmm. to make it uh, expressive because I could go on and, you know, try and fill it, but there was no need for it. And most of the backgrounds didn't exist because I wanted it to be the storytelling and the, um, uh, and the character and, and, and just him just kind of doing stuff, whether it was getting my hair cut or um, dressing up for Halloween, but I wanted the imagination to be there hmm. and it saved time by not drawing a background. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope to live. I would hope to love to do not hope to love. I would love to hope to find time to do more strange, but drew. I love um, that. Thanks. 
And then let's see what's going to pop up. Oh, okay. So right now today's uh, homework assignment is uh, activity sheets for Saddleback. So again, that same line work, but now it's over here in, uh, in the biblical proportions, you know, like uh, Zacchaeus. And so um, what has become very popular is um, this variation of Jesus. Uh, the kids absolutely uh, love it. And uh, they made the, as they're making them kind of come on scene, he'd like, Ayo. And so we made t-shirts of Jesus saying, Ayo. Um, and, and it's just been, my contact there said, um, she was like, yeah, we had another picture of Jesus. And I said, well, that's not what Jesus looked like. He looks like this. And so I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I'm molding the sh uh, and shaping the minds of, uh, of kids today with my interpretations. So it's kind of fun. I love that. So <laughs> what about the shape of this? So is it a certain leaf? Because oh, that was yeah. the tree that Zacchaeus climbed? Yeah. Well, I, um, so let's see here. I'll turn off this stuff. And then, so there were bread slices that we illustrated. We put the story in these little bread slices and they would cut through that. Well, I mean, cut around it and make like little crafts with it. So <laughs> then they're like, well, let's make, um, we need to have leaves, but you know, leaves don't really, I, I need to stack a bunch on there. So I had to kind of modify a fig leaf. So they're a little bit more rounded. This is just more of a uh, super simplified, hopefully they can cut around it and not hurt themselves uh, kind of a thing. But um, so yeah, a leaf was intended to kind of pull that Zacchaeus story a little bit more. I love that. That's Thanks. great. So that's what I'm trying to rush now and get stuff done for them. But uh, I really, um, I, I, but this is the kind of stuff that drives me. Um, is, is so a, you, uh, you had talked about the excitement, the, this is the stuff that's doing it now. And it's hard if you have a client that's really long term to yeah. what is getting you that excited in a, uh, a long term kind of um, mm -hmm. way, because it's, it's hard to continue to reinvent yourself, right? Yeah. And um, one of the things that I was known for uh, years ago was drawing Cthulhu. Um, I did, uh, um, it was kind of very popular. So now I'm known for drawing Jesus and, and I was known for drawing monsters and Cthulhu. And, uh, so I just love it. And so this was a play on, um, uh, I forgot who the, what the Muir's full name is. Um, I keep thinking of Mike Muir, but that's suicidal tendencies. This is like some famous writer, uh, anyways. And his thing was, uh, the mountains are calling and I must go. Mm -hmm. And the call of Cthulhu was kind of a fun little play on that. So Cthulhu is calling and I must go. And he's known as this giant that either comes out of the water or, you know, opens up mountains, kind of strides through them. So I have to, uh, I had to pull this design down because um, of copyright infringement. I thought, I thought Cthulhu was open to um, uh, uh, open source, but it's trademarked. So I have to, I pulled it down, but I love the design. Yeah. So, fun. Um, and here's the, I love that one. So here's the template that I have to work on. I have a small space that I can work within, but I, I try and make it a good size. I don't like to uh, totally blow it up, but this I'll, I will not take credit for the, uh, this is a very popular niche right now. Uh, the world hide and seek champion or whatever. Uh, but I'm trying to add my own simple spin. Everybody else is going silhouettes and crazy. And this was from a hike called rattlesnake Lake. And since um, Bigfoot is very popular up here in the PNW, I thought, why not? I love it. Um, and he's so happy, but you have a watercolor of him as well. Yeah. And I don't have that pulled up because Photoshop would just, we would no, 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 it's okay. We don't want you to. But, but the watercolor is what started that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, 
And then, uh, oops. But it's also knowing, so having your own brand is a whole another ball game and it's being in tune with what is selling. And that's where with Amazon, you're able to make these designs and then yeah. you're able to kind of test things and then see if this is something that is going to, to work. So exactly. you, it, you have to put your entrepreneur hat, your business hat on for that. Certainly, certainly. And, and there's a fine line between doing what I want to do and what is the market going to bear. Exactly. And so I'm having to realize, okay, do what you, go with what you know, do what you love, but also do and make sure that people are buying that. Otherwise, you're just wasting time. Right. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the basic vector version and then an illustrator just putting a mask on so that, a, a, you know, but this is obviously a different one. So I had played with more of a, a, a Bigfoot with a mullet. And I, yeah. I don't know why mullets, you'll see Jesus with a mullet. You'll see Bigfoot here with a mullet. Most of my Bible characters have mullets. Um, I just love it. And so uh, it's just a, a, a casual hiking one. But then, so here's what I did because I love it. And then I did something that I absolutely feel deep shame for. Um, and that is uh, dabbing. Um, I do not know why people still like dabbing stuff uh, on merch by Amazon. There's a lot of people dabbing unicorns, dabbing leprechauns, dabbing, whatever. They just uh, go through the roof. So I thought, all right, I'm going to try it because it's what the market wants. So, um, and, and, and I actually kind of had fun with it, truth be told. So, <laughs> so, so Frankie wants to know, did you, yeah. did you, did you ever like the show? Hey Arnold, this sort of has that um, genre. To her. You know, yeah, I, I love Powerpuff Girls, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, um, mm. that 90s sort of vibe. And so, yeah, that's uh, a big influence on me. And my son was in Invader Zim my son, and SpongeBob. My son was a little kid at the time. And so um, I got to live vicariously through him, you know. So, I, so yes, it did have um, huge um, uh, impact on me. And then it shows up later on and like, like, Oh man, I just drew screech from saved by the bone. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. So, but I that. think you have to, if you're going to have your own line, you have to understand what is selling, what people are buying, because like you said, otherwise yeah. you're just wasting time. And I think that this is a, then it's a hobby. It's not something that you're doing for money. This is a business. You're trying to do this. Right. So spend more time with your wife and spend more time with your son Yeah, because life yep. is too short, right? Yeah. And my goal is to do enough uh, with my own IP and uh, selling t-shirts and stuff that I can get my wife to come and work with me. And it's just this thing because we got five dogs and, you know, it's a lot for me to uh, just uh, get my work done and play with the five dogs all the time. So um, I have to do the bread and butter work like this, but I really try and have fun with it too. Um, this is a complete departure from that of the stuff, but yet you can still see it's me. And um, this was for a thing for um, Lowe's uh, Lumber, but uh, they used to do kids' um, activities. And uh, so this actually never saw the light of day, but it's one of my favorite pieces. And uh, still kind of going back to, you can see that this is, I think, pre-Saddleback. But like, you could still see the noses, the faces, and you know, the weird stuff like that going on. But I love punchy colors and crazy mm -hmm. stuff. So one of the, when you were doing, you, you started, we talked about, um, uh, when we were doing our test, we talked about that you were doing work for Mars Hill and New Spring, and um, and then you approached Saddleback. How did that? How does that come about? You knew the niche, so you were knew you were uh, good with kids stuff. You were you really wanted to do something 
for churches. So how, how did that look? So if somebody has an idea of something that they want to do, um, they have a, a, a genre or um, they know who they want to work for, yeah. or maybe they want to work in um, soccer. That's the thing. They just really love soccer. Right. They want to do something with soccer and kids. So what would, what would you, how would that look like when you were either finding, I mean, it's a little bit easier, like, Hey, I want to do something that's kingdom building. So I'm going to mm -hmm. do something with churches. So that's a little, that's a way to go down. But how, how would that look? Um, like if you were to, I know that we talked about you doing stuff for bands, you know, like from, mm -hmm. from the nineties. So <laughs> how, how does stuff like that, how do, if somebody's trying to make it, I feel like they, they think they'll be found, but often it's that you have to do marketing and it's more than just posting on Instagram. Correct. You're right. You're right. Um, it comes, I think it comes from a, uh, a heart issue. Um, like do you, do you love something? Um, I'm a big fan of uh, just being authentic and it, it will show in your artwork. If you're doing something that you don't have a clue about, um, and you're trying to pick up on these uh, nuances, you know, for, from a niche. Uh, but like, say, those that the bands, the Christian bands I used to do work for back in the uh, the '90s was that I loved them. So I did a cool shirt. I thought, I mean, I did I did this thing that I thought was a cool drawing, and then I just sent it to them because I loved them, you know. And then like, then they I, I get a phone call, um, you know, hey, we want you to design T-shirts. And I was like, oh wow. Um, or even just recently, there's another band that I like called um, Hang Massive, and they just play the hang drum or the pan drum. And it's just no no singing. It's just drums, and it's really neat. And so I was inspired to do the octopus playing a hand drum. And then I tagged them in it in um, Instagram, and I got a follow from them. I got a like from them, and then a private message saying, hey, we think we'd like to work with you on some um, on some gear, you know, or uh, it's just about going, you know, like give things away, you know, don't get taken. But like, if you, if you did something, um, that you love, but you did it for that person and give it up freely, you know, um, I, uh, I'm going to see Michael Franti and Ziggy Marley this, uh, this week. And, uh, it'll be 30 years since I've seen Ziggy Marley. And so uh, wow. I'm getting old, but, um, I did a piece, uh, a watercolor piece of, um, a monster doing yoga. And out of the blue, I got a like from Michael Fonte, um, who I really like his music. And uh, so I'm going to go to the concert but on, on Friday. But on Saturday, he's doing a yoga class uh, at the same venue. So I'm going to go to that yoga class. I'm going to try and give him that particular piece um, because it meant something to me that he liked it. Mm. And, um, and you just never know where something's going to go like that. Uh, but as far as Saddleback goes, you know, yeah, I was doing this thing called Drawn by Faith. I was trying to create a um, art licensing uh, program, if you will, for churches that didn't have uh, good funds or anything like that, that couldn't hire a me to do stuff. And uh, it, it didn't pan out well. This was, I think it was too early on. And um, uh, it was just, um, it didn't work out. But so anyways, I had called them, I mean, emailed them and they said, well, you know what, we've got someone that can do stuff that, that volunteers it. So we give them like $25, you know, a page. I'm thinking, shoot, up here in Redmond, I can't afford to turn on my computer for 25 bucks. Um, but um, so uh, like a year went away, it went by. And then all of a sudden I got another message saying, hey, we're trying to do this, this cartoon. We saw what you did over at New Spring and we'd love to see if you'd be, well, you know, a volunteer, if you'd be willing to help us. 
And I thought it was a one-time show. And um, that was like three years ago. We're working our way through the Bible now. And, um, and it is quite fun. In fact, oh, there's Lucky, one of my one of my five dogs. He's gonna be hopping I over. I saw there. one made a little bed in the um in the other chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I got my Chihuahua there and my Whippet mix there, and Lucky just disappeared. And the other the other ones are big, and they're afraid of uh, me moving, and they're afraid of cameras and stuff. So um, <laughs> I just have two more. Um, Show us. Uh, saddleback things. So you so you know that I'm not just doing silk and silk screen character design. Uh, let me see if I can share this. Figure out. You'll have to hit share screen again. Yeah, there we go. I'm talking, and I want to see your face. I'm learning. I'm a big boy now. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. So there's that. Um, and so then I'll have to do. And I think we saw earlier was. Um, okay, this is a different one. This is mm. uh, for the story of creation. Um, so this is even though it's small, it looks weird. Um, it's three frames of a uh, what do you call it? What's that? Uh, just the TV, the new TV dimensions, you know? Yeah, like 1920 by 1080. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So times three, so it goes the long way. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so then they'll bring the characters in and the whole thing will either, the, the, the guy who does the animation is just brilliant. But so he'll pan, you know, he'll kind of do whatever. And then his, his timing is just phenomenal. So he'll pan in and then zoom over. And so there's the tree of life, et cetera. So again, using the textures, using the brush, trying to find those strange um shadows mm -hmm. you know that kind of little stuff and since i grew up watching the flintstones and um jetsons i really try to keep that flat stuff going on you know in there and then even subtleties as far as i don't want to draw regular mountains so i'm just going to shape it you mm -hmm. know and then it gets the because that's not the point of the, the whole thing but you're communicating. It still communicates. It doesn't yeah. have to have all the details of a regular mountain range. Yeah. And showing that distance. And then there was this. This was a beast. Uh, Noah's Ark. And they wanted it to be a cutaway instead of, so I really just, we had to kind of use our imagination, but living quarters, all this stuff. But it's all like just so many different layers, you know, that I play yeah. with. And um, and lots of fun. And so this is, now this is the same, those three screens but now we're going up and down. So the guy's going to zoom in and have a great time. That's cool. You know, so it takes a lot more time. So some, some projects I make, I make good money on other ones like this one. It took me a lot longer, even though I uh, cannibalized other critters and things from other, uh, other projects, you know, from them. So, mm -hmm. but it is a lot of fun. So I, I love doing backgrounds and trying to get into like even the, uh, the odd um, simulated wood grain paneling kind of a yeah. thing. So, so more than just, um, more than just, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, character design. So you're, which is really cool because you're kind of setting the stage now yeah. for animations or things that come in, which you're mm -hmm. thinking about like Dexter's laboratory or that was something I used to watch as well. So oh, it, it, no, it definitely feels like, feels like those things. I think it also pushes you to think outside of what the normal illustrator you're doing activity sheets or you're yeah. doing something for vacation Bible school. Now you're thinking about it in a, a much um, more, you know, 21st century mm -hmm. way. And I think that that's the other thing is that you may be a traditional illustrator, but you have to use the tools. You have to use the, the, yeah. um, and you have to think about how people are consuming your work. Right. So, and that's why I love illustrator. Cause 
I can export it anywhere I want. Um, I can scale it anywhere I want. And it's, I'm getting savvy enough that I can apply the textures and the, and the feels and the vibes and whatever. And, um, and it's my go-to. Um, I can't even, when I watch people do things that I would do in Illustrator, I'm just like, why, why would you do that yeah. in Photoshop? You know, but uh, it's all, it's, I'm a snob with that. So <laughs> <laughs> Andre said, Hey, the lion's food is there too, but it's all moving. I guess it's the birds. <laughs> well, I ha yeah, they had to have little things, kind of the details in there. There's like a bird feed. There's, you know, all kinds of different. Uh, yeah. So they wanted to have all that, all those little details, things that food that they would mm -hmm. have. So just trying I to love that. All right, so I have a couple more questions I want to um, make sure that I get to. Um, what's the best part of having a one, uh, of having a long relationship with one client? Ooh, um, the best part, um, aside from getting paid. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think that specifically with Saddleback, who is my like almost just consider them my, my, my employer because I just do so much with them and then the other stuff trickles in. Uh, but I think that the, and maybe this might be because it's a church, maybe it's uh, that they're just, you know, they're caring. Um, but boy, do they understand, you know, that Drew's a different beast. And, um, you know, there was a time where I'd get the stuff done on time and I would just, you know, excel and do whatever. Uh, but then there'd be times where, um, I just couldn't get off the couch and I just told him, I said, you know, what? I'm falling apart. I'm losing my mind. Would you pray for me? Would you uh, allow me, um, this weekend to get caught up? Would you, you know, whatever. Um, I poured my heart out to them, um, in a way that I could never, I don't think I would ever, well, I, I knowing me, I probably would cause I'm an open book, but, um, they let me, um, express what I'm going through. And, um, they don't accept that. Like he's just making an excuse. It's just not Drew's going through a, a real rough time. And so they try and encourage me and pray for me. So that alone is uh, mm. um, a lifesaver, you know, they, cause any other client probably would have uh, just said, well, you know, you just, you just don't, you're not making it on time. So biggest benefit right there. So w what would be a characteristic that you would tell somebody if they're starting a relationship with a client, what would be something that you would hope that they would, um, look for in those kind of good long-term relationships? Um, well, there's that nice line of friendship, mm -hmm. camaraderie, and really being friends. Like um, I'm, I'm close enough that I can tell um, Saddleback just about anything, but yet like say, I'm not friends with them on Facebook. You know, <laughs> I, I just don't want, every, I know that that's like not the, it's just, I like a little bit of separation of church and state. Um, right. The, uh, um, it is nice, but, um, uh, but I know when I need to, I can reach them, you know, that sort of thing. We follow each other on Instagram, but Facebook is a different thing. So um, I don't know if that answered it quite. What quite about, well. what about with something like they've been able to allow you to um, excite and ignite and, and listen to you creatively and like, mm -hmm. Um, go with what you're you're thinking and so they have a lot of trust there is yeah. that something that you think you would actually that's yeah you don't you you saw you saw into that I couldn't even I wouldn't have even thought about that but yeah there's this you know as I'm doing the watercolors and stuff like that I'm, I was really trying to pitch them hey I'm really passionate about this I love this how can we bring this into what we're doing and um, and they're like I don't know when I don't know how I don't know when but we'll, but yes let's do it and because it never hurts to ask, 
Um, but so then there was the, um, the puzzle that we've never ended up having printed, but it was a big watercolor piece that they finally consented to. Um, the other thing is um, I wanted to pitch to them, since we have a captive audience, a lot of people love Saddleback. Um, I wanted to pitch to them having uh, that Jesus on a t-shirt. Um, and I could fulfill that by Amazon. Um, so we would split the royalties. Uh, so like, um, we wouldn't make a whole lot of money like per shirt, but with the amount of people that they have, the followers, if even a fraction of them bought, then, um, you know, we would both stand to, to do season, you know, pretty well. Um, so so that, that was my, and or, that's where you're doing different. So instead of licensing it, something out, so you have these relationships and these contracts with different kinds of clients and some things are they buy it outright or they're licensing yeah. something so this yeah. would have been a partnership you own the rights but you're you're sharing all of the 50 50 or whatever you're sharing the rights of um that because you you recognize their reach because they had a a large reach of people who would want that so they wouldn't pay anything for you to design that right so that's kind of Right. Well, yes and no. It's almost flipped because when I do stuff for them, this is all theirs. You know, like so, all this artwork is theirs. Mm -hmm. um, so, but what they're what they would be using is my account. So the mm -hmm. cool thing about print on demand is that it's on demand. It doesn't exist until you buy it. And um, I have found that merch is the the highest quality of the print on demand stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why I use it. I'm all about quality. Um, so they would use my account and, you know, so use my, my art, but um, I would just bring it on. They would have access to that account and then there would be no inventory. They just mm -hmm. say, Hey, uh, here's the link, go to town. And I was trying to pitch to them. Uh, well, Oh, you're having a new series on Noah. Well, let's make a new series every, I mean, a new shirt every series. And then the kids could show up and maybe they get like extra points or whatever. If they showed up with that shirt, you know, like, uh, people do it for bars, like, hey, show up wearing our shirt and you'll get a dollar right. off your drink. So that's another angle that I'm trying to think of. Okay, how can I make this uh, a passive income or a different revenue stream and, um, and and enjoy what I do? And I learned, I got that fever, that bug from Dustin, you know, yeah. um, with... Um, uh, Retro supply. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I used their about about a lot of that stuff. Um, and uh, But that was the big takeaway, his experience um, from creative South was the most impactful for me. So that's oh, what, that's, that's all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I wish I'd taken that silk screening design, you know, class <laughs> there. And I, you know, but Oh, well, <laughs> they always, they have, they have the silk screen there almost every year. So this year that's they did true. a letterpress. So, Oh, okay. Very similar though, you know? Yeah. And they do have, uh, Dustin does have cool brushes. So his one employee is one of my kids. She's my, Oh, she was my design baby. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, Drew, I got to go get my hair colored because it. I get. I have super gray hair. I hey, me gray. too. <laughs> no, I have more gray than you. My started graying when I was 14. Oh, I'm my. 46. Well, that's, that's regal. <laughs> my mom <laughs> thinks it is for sure. You know, she, I, I, I never knew my mom had any color hair. Like, I thought her hair was white. Um, oh, that's funny. I love it. <laughs> I, cool. remember, I have a I white remember. streak, but 
Mine's all white, so it'll get a little bit darker tomorrow. But <laughs> I, um, I would love to continue this uh, yeah. to, so that we can get a full hour in. We did really close, so I'm really thankful. And thank you guys for all. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys all very much. I really, I can't think. Of, I tried to read the comments, Andy, but I'm simple-minded guy. But, uh, uh, but thank you all very, very much for the for the kind words and the and the and the uh, and just the help. So thank well, you. Well, and I want to make sure that everybody knows how to connect with you. I think I know them all by heart. So it yeah, is, cool. it's D Poza P O C Z A at yeah. Instagram. This podcast was brought to you by <laughs> Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash design recharge and get a free audiobook and a 30-day subscription. Okay, so D Poza, P-O-C-Z-A um, on Instagram. So I will type that. It's hard to do. That's why. And that's I pretty much it. Anywhere that like if there's any social media, whether it's Twitter, um, Instagram, uh, just those are my two main ones. But almost anything I use, it's, uh, it's D Poza. It and then your plan. website is p-o-z-a yeah so yeah. Uh, carrie wants to know what brand of watercolor do you use Ooh, uh well i was using dr higgins um the uh Inks. well i am actually using dr i mean dr higgins dr martin's uh mm -hmm. um watercolors and um india inks those i love those and the uh, windsor newton series seven brushes they're a little bit spendy but boy you get what you pay for and it's worth every penny that's awesome. they just smooth, sexy mm -hmm. lines. And I learned that from Doug Tenaple, who if you don't know who he is, find him. Master artist and theologian as well. How do you spell his last name? Uh, Tenable, like T-E-N, the number, and then Abel. I can't even think, but he's- A-B-L-E? I believe so. He's the creator of Earthworm Jim, um, oh. all, all kinds of other really cool, crazy, crazy stuff, and did album covers for like Five Iron Frenzy. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel that is just phenomenal. You just sit and watch him ink. It's just like I could just, I mean, I just, I fanboy over him. And it's just beautiful stuff. That's awesome. Well, cool. I'm, it makes me want to get my PH uh, Martin ink things out and then go and go crazy with that. Good. So maybe I need to get, invest in some better brushes for sure. Oh, makes a difference. Yeah. But Drew, yeah. We'll have to do a part two because we didn't get through everything. That. And I know that you, one of the things that you love is that you just have this amazing support from your wife mm -hmm. and um, that I, so I want you to be able to talk about that. And there's a couple other things that I would love for you to be able to just kind of talk about how yoga really comes in and helps um, yeah. mentally and physically and uh, emotionally and spiritually you to be able to give all that you do. Um, and, and create, cause I feel like that that's, uh, you know, you have been yeah. gifted with such a, a, a blessing of being able to teach people, but also mm -hmm. being able to be an open book and share where you struggle, but then also that you've been able to survive and that you understand yeah. this business side of it. And so you know how to still have fun and create, um, and being able to make money. And I think that that's a, a it's, it's a hard uh, pit, hard to pinpoint because sometimes we know yeah. what we like and we do what mm -hmm. we like, but it's not necessarily something that other people would buy. And so totally. you've kind of found this great, this great um, way of honing in on some things. I love the sock monkey. I, mm -hmm. I think that was, <laughs> uh, I think I got two shirts and one was the sock monkey. Oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, and um, uh, oh yeah. Andre says a sail, a sable brush. And he said, 
is the one that he likes. And I did share yeah. your Amazon link. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. It's on Amazon. If you go to Posa Made, um, that is that will get you everything. But here's another. Yeah, that's my brand, Posa yeah. Made. And so it'll show up anything that I made, it'll be there. So yeah, that'd be there's super. some of those little clicky things that are on the back of people's phones. Right. Yeah, pop uh, the pop sockets. Pop that's sockets. a different world. Yeah, exactly. Lots yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah. Well, cool. Drew, thank you so much. And thank you guys for showing up and staying yes, um, late. And I really appreciate it. And Drew, we'll just have to do a part two. I love it. Take care. All right. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Bye.